My name is Rina Deepthi Annabelle, aka Mommy Imperfect, and you're listening to The Sisterhood of Mommy Imperfect, the weekly podcast where I explore womanhood with the help of my fabulous guests. So at the end of the month, I do one of these episodes, the Power Panel episodes. That's when I get together with my friends, Romy and Girith, and we take a look at female-focused news stories from the last few weeks. And so we've known each other for over 25 years. So nothing is off limits. You're going to get 100% unfiltered girl chat. So keep it locked here. Here is what we're going to be talking about over the next hour. Aging in Bollywood. Are the Bollywood stars getting younger and younger? Do they feel the pressure to look young more now than ever? And then is that filtering down to us? And also what is up with the 20-year age gaps between, for example, Shah Rukh Khan and some of his leading ladies exhibit A, Deepika Padukone in Patam? We'll be talking about explicit messages, dick pics. So women are constantly sent these kind of messages now. A lot of women blame themselves. Are we looking too sexy in our Instagram pictures? Are we sending the wrong signals? There's a new documentary coming on tonight about it. So we're going to be talking about that. Also, Marie Kondo, the queen of clean, has said that she's given up on tidying after the birth of her third child and some of us gave up even before having kids so we're going to be talking about that later too and if you're tuning in live on youtube do feel free to get involved at any point just drop us a comment because we always love to hear from you so ladies hello hello right let's get straight into it okay have you seen patan yet no no, no, I haven't seen it, but I did get like a, sort of a, we went to watch Avatar and I saw it sort of advertised in the cinema, um, around it? the cinema. Oh, okay. And oh, I right, did yeah. get like, oh, okay, new movie, sounds really good, really felt like watching, you know, like a big Bollywood blowout movie. But then I saw it, I saw the, a clip of it actually just last night and I just thought, oh God, I don't know if I can be bothered. I don't know. I just, maybe the trailer was just too like... Yeah, I, I've, I've seen it. I know what happens. And um, I don't know. I, I, maybe I just wasn't in the zone for it. But I get the feeling that if, you, if you're there, if you commit to actually going and you sit there, I think it's one of those where you will have a good time and it's quite fast paced and everything, apparently. But have you seen Shah Rukh Khan? You must have seen him in the trailers and all the pictures and everything yeah. like that. OK, so what are we thinking? I think it looks good. He looks good. Yeah, I don't think like, oh, I don't sit there thinking, uh, oh, you should be doing a dad role now, relegated to no, the dad role. No, no, and he doesn't no. look like it. However, some people have been like, Shahrukh's looking really old. It's like, he's 57. Like, what is he supposed to look like? You know what I mean? Like, face-wise and stuff. It's like, he's, and he's always... I thought he looks good. I thought he looks good. He I looks think he looks his, good. He looks after himself, right? He looks after himself. Yeah. I think he looks good. And actually, what I did like seeing was um, Dimple Kabadia's in it as well. So that's 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 good, you know. I'd like to see more older women, right? There's certainly older men still hanging on with their bare hands, right? I'd hanging. like to see hanging, yeah. But I'd like to see more, um, you know, more more older women, and we don't we don't really get to see that in Bollywood, right? Because like you said, they have to be at least twenty years younger before they're. But you are seeing that more and more now, like you know, um. I, what was that? There was a show that Juhi's done, Juhi Javla's done. That's hush, hush. looked really great. Mm-hmm. And yeah, hush, yeah. Hush. and then and and Madhuri's done lots of good stuff. So yeah, she has, you know, yeah. they are yeah, they are, and that's nice to see. That is a change that's good in Bollywood. 
Mm. Um, and, and, that, and that's I think with like more varied storylines, just the just the just the amount of content that's coming out, and and you know this content content has 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 places to go, right? So you've exactly. got all your streamers and all that kind of stuff. So it is changing, and and I I do like to I have seen I do like some of the changes I've seen, you know. But I feel like just by watching the trailer of Bhutan, it's going to be like a typical Bollywood movie. I feel like it's gone back to the typical. Like yeah. I like all these like really out there, interesting, character-driven stories. And I don't know if Bhutan's going to be it, but I should watch it first. So let's see. Yeah, I feel like I'm ready to watch one of those movies again because it's been a it's been a while because I've been watching these kind of like quirky things, you know. And I think I would like to watch that, like a proper, you know, entertainer. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to say, I wanted to point out that, you know, a few fans, well, a lot of fans are comparing Shah Rukh Khan's look in the film to Amitabh Bachchan's look in Mohabbate. Now, Mohabbate came out in 2000 and Amitabh Bachchan played the role of Narayan Shankar and he was 58 years old. Now, Shah Rukh Khan is 57 now, right? So bearing in mind, he's just done Patan. This is how he, he looks right now. I mean, his body probably doesn't look like that because he's obviously killed himself to get into that shape, right? But when you look at the fact that Amitabh Bachchan, 58, and he was playing like somebody who was like really like looked quite old and in his, um just the way he behaved, his the character was quite old as well, right? So And then you got Shah Rukh Khan, shirt open, abs you know flaunting the abs and stuff he always has his shirt open i mean even 20 i'm sure he had one in mohammedan as well <laughs> he did but but but, but, what, but what are we like are we seeing like more of this like you know like the the actors like salman khan you know who is everybody's bai and he's always playing like you know the main guy the love interest and whatever akshay kumar again like does a lot of films with the younger actresses and stuff always like looks after himself looks amazing but is like you know it wasn't like that back then right because they would be doing dance roles by now like back in like you know 2000s and stuff right what do you guys think i don't know i think i just keep actors, thinking of rishi rishi kapoor yeah. in, the, in the jumpers rishi kapoor <laughs> in those over yeah, pattern jumpers was, mate actors uh, with Divya Divi party yeah yeah so actors have an age range and that depends on who you are as an actor. So let me look at, if we look at the Western equivalent, look at Goldie Horn. She looks really good for her age and she always has done, which allowed her to play a lot younger roles. Mm. If someone looks and can get away with the part, even when you look at all these um, teen rom-com series, like um, what's that one that, Riverdale, for example, you know, all the actors, actresses are way older than the characters they're playing. Yeah. And, you know, if if as as a good actor or actress, you can you can pass that off, you can pass off that and make it believable. And as you know, as viewers, we have a responsibility. We suspend our disbelief if it's a good production, if it's a good show. <clears throat> you'll watch it and you'll believe it. You'll you buy in into what's happening. And as long as that doesn't distract their age and how they look and think doesn't distract from the storytelling it's fine isn't it really um shouldn't is, it be fine no no it is absolutely fine it is fine but um i don't know it's sometimes it's a bit weird it's like you know uh, that whole thing of like oh we're supposed to be looking this way like for example jennifer lopez did you watch hustlers ever like she's literally yeah. got like a diamante g-string on and looks amazing 
she obviously I've read you know she killed herself to get to that level mm. and you would kill yourself too if you would be paid several million pounds to do that right but we're not we're just normal people who eat chips okay so um <laughs> you know that so is but then is that kind of that's great for them but is that what you have to do now to to get a role and to be relevant to like literally train your body to with you know where you've got like two percent body fat I think um see so I don't think that's necessary I think in Bollywood you've got enough you're churning enough actors and actresses to get age appropriateness out there um I'm not saying in terms of whatever role he's playing that a 57 year old person shouldn't be in that role it couldn't be part of that character whatever it is when we're take, talking about age appropriate like um, you talk about Amitabh Bachchan. What was that? What was that other one? Bhagwan when they did Hema and Amitabh Bachchan yeah, did yeah. that. Yeah. And in terms of their the age appropriate storytelling and having the right actors in that role, why aren't we making films which focus on things other than young love? Why can't it be older love? Why can't it be those? So more yeah. of that kind of stuff. So like Dimple, why? Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, brilliant. She's in this film, and I think it's a it's a big pull because lots of people want to see what she's like and what she looks like in this mm. film it's doing well for the casting reasons as well I mean John Abraham hasn't been you know he's back obviously with this as well he hasn't been around doing loads of things but um so there's that curiosity <clears throat> I think but but I think we have that if you see that as a pressure you, I mean it shouldn't be it shouldn't be putting pressure on people um also also People like Shah Rukh Khan and you know the other Khan, Salman Khan, Akshay Kumar. They're in like they're they're producing these movies and starring in them, right? Mm. So yes, they are getting their body into a certain. They're killing themselves to make look good and whatever. But it's not as if like Jennifer Lopez, she would have had to have been cast. She would have been cast in that role as husband, yeah. right? Yeah, he would. <clears throat> she is trying to make herself sort of. Um, like employable. You know, an actress, that's some, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, employable, viable, whatever, and she, and, and 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 yeah, it sounds like that. She, yeah, she just have to go. But then you know, Shah Rukh Khan has produced this movie. It's it's he, he could have cast anyone in it, and he's still making stuff off it. So it, it's exactly. that's so that age appropriateness. I think is for me a question mark. And the whole thing about pairing him, you know, opposite Isn't Deepika it? again, um, that that they age gap. They yeah, they good. do. That's fine. That's what I'm saying. If if it passes yeah. off on on a screen, fine. But the issue is, in Bollywood, there is a huge pressure to look good. And some of the like, clients that I work with, who are based in Mumbai or Delhi or out there, you know, their standards of beauty are very different to British Asians. Yeah. Um, they still have traditional western views you know that the so there was a period in the 90s and the late 80s where the voluptuous curves and things that were still accepted in bollywood even then um went out of the window and they started aspiring to be like western models um you know the juhi chavla <laughs> winning her pageants back in the day and doing her stuff wasn't enough to win the miss world and miss universe that's what they aspired to that the effort they're going to into in you know putting people forward for those pageants is huge right yeah. so there's a way and a look and when it comes to here when when I've you know just recently I was working I was talking to a potential client for a shoot for a fashion thing mm -hmm. here um and it's an Indian client who wants to do you want to do a UK based shoot but then the models they wanted to choose up more they have to be tall thin uh we'd like a white person even though they're marketing it in in India 
um it's gonna it has to be this you know you know we still like tall thin they have to be like this they have to be like this we don't want to be they don't have that kind of inclusivity element in in the outlook still that is that western equivalent of whatever um is what they thought was good looking in the 90s is still there they still have to accept that inclusivity is good curves are good that's good you know th th there's a lot of learning to do there so my issue there is like it's fine if they work on screen we, we don't mind that if it works it works for us right but thing is in terms of the community out there maybe in india they're very judgmental if it's going to be a anybody if a, if, if there's a, if there's a celebrity couple that's going to have 20 years age gap between them <clears throat> they're extremely judgmental of that so why allow it on screen if you can't accept it off screen that's mm, my issue true. i mean uh i think if it was like the other way around right if it was a a, a woman that was 20 years older than the man well, and malika and what's his name is she 20 yes. years yeah probably. <laughs> yeah yeah i know but then obviously that's a controversial they get so much rubbish that's right exactly arjun arjun kapoor she looks and good. Malika. yeah yes yeah she yeah exactly she does look good she looks amazing and you know they're happy they seem to be happy so yeah they're cool. good together yeah. but, but they get a lot of rubbish for it yeah, make people making fun of them. Even, even you know, like, don't do this, right? Because it's a waste of your mental energy. But if you've ever read the comments of, uh, like, you know, like Indian um, news sites and entertainment yeah. sites, like, things like, you know, there was a clip of um, Malika walking down, Malika Rora walking down a ramp. The comments, so nasty. Like, oh, and all this kind of stuff. Like, mm. she's an old woman. What the hell is she doing? She can't even walk. Look at the state of her. Let the young people have a chance. It's like, what? You know what I mean? Like, really, like, mean things. Even about um, Priyanka Chopra. Quite a lot of mean comments. Yeah, like, but you, you know. You've just switched it the other way around um, in the sense of like an older woman and a young so that's bad enough but remember we talked not so long ago in another panel that we did we brought up Sushmita and her older other half oh, yeah, and people yeah. judging judging her. so this is what I'm saying their age gap isn't 20 years but people already being nasty about it and here yeah. on screen you're accepting you're saying it's okay that we, we can accept a 20 year age gap between that and that's the that's what I have issue with um well I the I, double standards yeah I do too, but but I but I mean I thought it was weird in um, Om Shanti Om Om Shanti Om. I was a bit like I she, did like too. she's a newcomer and she's twenty and you're like forty something and even Rabbanai Banai Jodi because Anushka um, Sharma was very young. That was her debut mm. movie. She was very young, so she starred opposite Shah Rukh Khan. It worked and it was really nice and stuff. But it was like she's like so young, like if. It's okay. Like, you know, like Salman Khan should actually be acting opposite people like Madhuri, like as a romantic couple. That was, that's actually normal. That's normal. I'm not saying that everything else is abnormal 10 years here or there, 15 years here or there, but that's actually, you know, a few years difference. It's okay to show that on screen. Um, the most realistic pairing like that was in the fame game with Madhuri and Sanjay Kapoor mm. when, um, you know, with that, that um, series on Netflix where they played um, uh, a couple. Yeah, and that, yeah, and that, that so nice to see as well. It was so it was, nice, was yeah. Really Especially since they, the they acted together like in the 90s, right? And it was nice to see them as mature actors, together, right? Yeah. yeah, it was nice. But that's the thing. There aren't stories that are coming out that are age-appropriate for age-appropriate couples to be. It's always about falling in love when and that generally happens when when you're 
younger is what they're saying and that's what it, you know that's the theme in Bollywood and falling in love falling in love at a younger age so it's got to be a younger woman they don't do the falling in love in your 30s in your 40s they don't do yeah. if the, if it has to be a falling in love or they don't <clears throat> focus on a story about a couple going through something else you know yeah. where you it's could have age appropriate couples it's definitely happening in tv shows that oh I've yeah seen. tv shows yeah TV shows. mainstream cinema maybe not it's so a lot much. less it's in mainstream yeah exactly yeah. and there you know Rina just write that script I want to see Salman Khan and Madhuri I will you know what as soon as I get someone on the phone I will put it to him don't you worry about it. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so listen, I'm going to move on to talking about this um, documentary that is coming on tonight um, on BBC Two, 9pm, and it's available to watch from today on BBC iPlayer. I watched a little bit of it this morning. So it's TV star Emily Atak, and she is basically talking about how she has sent hundreds of explicit pictures and messages every day, you know, dick pics and horrible things about what men want to do to her like really mm -hmm. horrible stuff and she's mm. asking what motivates the men who do this and what can be done to stop them and so you know in this documentary she's um said that she's received explicit messages on her social media accounts for years but their quantity and their tone intensified over lockdown and they became more sexually aggressive and you know even schoolgirls get them she spoke to schoolgirls as part of the documentary as well and like 16 year olds saying yeah you know what as soon as we got a phone we started getting these messages dick pics things like yeah do this for me do that for me i'm like what you know it's horrible it's absolutely yeah and what's crazy about that is that's not other uh school age boys it's it's coming from like older, older men, men older on, men on the internet. yeah exactly i actually follow it when i was on instagram actually i've not been on it for the last couple of months but she did follow emily atak and sometimes she would share the some of the messages that she used to get and oh my god it, it i mean to, and to and, it, and in that moment and for maybe sort of half an hour with you it kind of stays stays with you that you're like god imagine receiving um something like that and what yeah it does make you think what what are you doing like what in the hell like and to get those things every day for years is it's, it's, is really it's quite distressing isn't it is, like every single day yeah exactly really insane and then like she said that you know that she started questioning whether you know this is what she's putting out there right so she's on instagram a lot she's on in photo shoots or you know doing her uh, recording for her tv uh, show and, you know, she posts, you know, beautiful images of herself and not necessarily, you know, raunchy in any way, just what you'd normally get, you know. Yeah, it's not um, it's not like OnlyFans content. It's just like her in a bikini or her yeah. in a low-cut top and stuff. And she has said as well that, like, her thing was, like, I have got blonde hair and big boobs and this is my, like, a feature and I'm proud of it and I'm going to use it to kind of get me attention and stuff. She did do that. And remember, like, she got famous from The Inbetweeners when she played Charlotte in The Inbetweeners and then she mm. was, got, you know, that perfect kind of, pretty girl that everybody fantasized over so that was the character that she played and I think that kind of image just stuck with her right stuck with people yeah yeah it's kind of haunted her really because I think people think that that's who she is and that's what you know she, that she'd love this and she'd find this really funny maybe that maybe that's why people is but she also said in the article I read not long ago actually was that you know she tried she has she's messaged some people back 
and to say, you know, you know and, and they've gone and they've given one person, I think, did reply back to her and say, oh, because, you know, yeah, oh, I can't in it. And you, this is you'd love yeah. this or whatever. And what and one guy just went dead completely. The arrogance kind of. Yeah. Some of them yeah, just have exactly. the arrogance it's just like, that oh, it's you like, must want it. Or, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah, exactly. But the messages are filth. harrowing. And I did discuss pure. It is pure filth. And isn't that interesting then that it's it, that during lockdown when people couldn't go out and about and it, it, it's just so seedy, isn't it? That yeah it's worrying though it's cd and you just think oh god how disgusting but you know i've got two daughters one now with a mobile phone and i do i know i do worry about um her being exposed to this sort of content and and and, and even today in the news children as young as nine have been exposed to well that that news story today is 25 percent yeah. of all primary children will have seen porn by the time they leave primary school yeah right that is the stat yeah, that's horrible. It's just, it's, and then it's horrible. I think you've got to stop and we've got to think and take, and I you know, you know, this is like obviously a very um, emotive subject for me, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, particularly, mm -hmm. um, because at the end of the day, you know, as a society, we need to take responsibility once upon a time. And when we were growing up, there was probably one TV in the house, maybe one in our mom and dad's bedroom or something like that. These days, we didn't have mobile phones. Everything, yeah. Everyone has their own TV these days. Everyone has, um, you know, their own laptop, their own whatever. It used to be a house PC before, you know, like a desktop, a big chunky thing, which was in display of everyone. In the living room, um, yeah. So you, uh, yeah, mm. and then we, and we didn't have mobile phones. Now, just think about how many ways there is to, to privately access stuff without anybody watching you. So like kids, if they're mm. curious, they're going to find it right mm -hmm. people are talking about it it's in the news they're curious they are now going to find it T I mean, growing up at 14 15 what would we have done yeah we obviously you you would look at things you know yeah no but what would we have done we wouldn't have gone on our mobile phones because we didn't have one to look at that exactly stuff, yeah right we're curious we want to find out more about it we didn't have things instant and maybe in some ways that was better that we didn't because when kids are curious and they don't know, so education's good, but that curiosity yeah. in terms of doing things and looking up things by yourself can lead to dangerous things, can lead to dangerous ideas, can lead to, you know, all of that. And just the amount of stuff that you have on the end of your phone or on your laptop or being sent to you on socials <laughs> and things like that, it's, it's really, really scary. But the dick pic thing bothers me. <laughs> Have I think you, in my have, life I've been sent two. Yeah, I was going to ask. Have Have you been sent them? So okay, you've been yeah. sent a few. You've yeah, never been sent. I've any. had two or three. Um, and is this people you know? You don't ask or like them. randoms that you don't know. Random or somebody who vaguely knows me or whatever, you know that kind of thing. Um, so it's not like something that's been asked for or desired by me, and it sent anything. Well, hello. Um that's why do you i'm sorry but why would a man think that i want to see that because they're not i'm sorry i'm sorry if guys think that that is the manliest thing about you and the nicest thing that's going to turn a woman on you need to look twice take a bit look at it yourself first before you send <laughs> what it does to you i swear it's like what I like, know. Seeing it, a man fully naked is like, isn't a turn on? I mean, I don't know. But <laughs> I, I, 
it's just like it's actually quite funny but the mm. thing is but why why do people feel safe sending them online like as a female are sending a nude to somebody is quite scary right oh yeah i mean revenge you vulnerable. Porn. why don't yeah. why don't they feel vulnerable because it's bloody hilarious it's in terms of like if you look at it like what the you know and if they think that's something that's going to give them kudos i'm sorry but the scary thing for me is the fact that they think they're allowed to do that right is the scariest thing and and why it's not being taken seriously is another issue and like we've talked previously about that flashing incident we mm. experienced while at uni right that was the first time so i i actually i think yeah. that was the first time i saw like a penis you said yeah i remember yeah and and that was traumatizing enough but it, so i always think of um the dick pic versus that scenario and you think why isn't the dick pic thing being taken seriously and is it and i always think is it is it because people think he's not in your close proximity he can't touch you he can't rape you he can't no, whatever. but it's, but it's it's a small step isn't it well, no, exactly sort of, but then, then it, but i'm then thinking why are, this is like, my i'm not saying that that's okay if people are thinking oh, no. that i'm thinking but why are people thinking that it's okay why are people not taking it seriously why is every single see the trajectory of like this sort sorts of behavior that might start by sending a dick pic exactly and would would elevate into i don't know flushing someone if he's okay yeah. elevate to attack if he thinks it's okay to do that on here why what's it going to stop him doing it outside in a club or in a private place or yeah. on the bus or do you know it it's not okay what makes you think you have the right to do that and, yeah. maybe you enjoy like women flashing you or something like that but that's their choice to flash you but again i'm not kind of okay with that but necessarily either but but i i just don't know and i just think the and other thing is what's is how normalized it is like just sending exactly. just just sending nudes between nudes like and, um you know like how and yeah how maybe girls you know some of those girls they yeah, they're shocked and that you know they're like oh yeah we get this all the time but it's it's almost like oh yeah we get this all the time it's like but like so not about it but it's for us it's like oh my god like we you know to yeah. us it would be like what the hell you know we would we would react to it really differently but they're just it's just normalized for this but, but it just unfortunately as a society just because we might be desensitized to stuff like this now because porn is yeah. everywhere right mm. um and things on like you know you can see watch stuff it might not be porn, but you know, dodgy, not can't call them dodgy, but whatever. You can watch erotic stuff on like Netflix and things like that, and Fifty Shades and all that kind of stuff going out that gets people's imaginations going, that raises the bar for people on what they think a sexual relationship or sexual intimacy mm. is. Where in reality, it's probably very different you know, that your first experience probably isn't going to be what you see as somebody's first experience on in a film or anything like that it's it, it's that whole we become so desensitized that as a society do we generally think it's okay or you that's why we pass it off why is it every dick pic being reported yeah because yeah. you know for people that, you know that, who's sending it to you you've yeah. got an identity exactly and, and it should be because you know for people that don't know like we were at a bus stop right when we were i don't know 20 or something and then we got flashed okay and we reported that to the police didn't we okay so we so obviously these people who are sending dick pics are like you said a lot of them most the of the online equivalent yeah it's yeah. online yeah yeah it is because that's flashing because nobody asked you to do that and it's quite distressing and nobody wants to see it you know they should be reported 
as well. But what 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 I was thinking is it's that like sheer because, amount, they they just they haven't got the time yeah, or the capacity. That's what's to, scary though. But are these are they normal people? Are if if it's this many people, um, because you know you don't see that many flashes, right? And you never have seen that many people flashing at bus stop. There's it's a it was a few, and if people still do it, or maybe they just do no, it online. No, because it's gone underground, isn't yeah, it? Because like like you said, we have a, a tablet or a device. Uh, you know everyone's this behavior i'm not saying that you don't have flashes anymore of course you do but a lot of the behavior and more has gone sort of not you can do weirder shit online the convenience of your own bedroom yeah yeah, exactly yeah in the warmth of your own home you don't have to be cold at a bus stop flashing you know flashing in in january you can do it in the warmth of your own house freeze your dick off yeah exactly exactly. (laughs) (laughs) but but the thing is like are these then quite I'm I'm sure like not everybody sending dick pics is some hardened criminal sex offender. They're like yeah. normal people. There must be normal people. Like, are they no, normal they people? Mu- they must be. They, they, no, there's dick pics probably sent consensually, right? That's fine. That's between them. But the stuff that's sent to you that you don't want to see, because obviously I'm still single, and yeah, it's, you get disturbing stuff sent to you when people realise you're single. Mm, yeah. And, even things like people say, even well, if you don't get a dick pic, are quite disturbing. On, as in, in messages? Yeah. And but the thing is, I used to get them on Facebook like ages ago, and I just blocked people immediately back then. But that's when you, when I first started radio, like we're talking about 15 years ago. And mm. like, you know, if you look at my stuff, I just immediately block people. I don't have p- people I don't know on my Facebook. So I have a lot of people on my Facebook, but I know every single one of them. Yeah, same, so same. It, yeah, but it's that kind of thing. And I've always had it that way. But then random people who, you know, right at the beginning when Facebook was kind of seen as a dating thing, almost. Um, at that time, you'd get idiots trying to, like, add you. But sometimes people can say some pretty vulgar stuff. And if you say no, thank you. Um, I mean, I don't know if I should say this. At the moment, so recently, like, a guy approached me because he liked me, which was like, okay, I was polite. I was like, thank you, but no, thank you. But he constantly tries to send messages so I was, you know, you like, no, thank you, but no, thank you, mm. whatever. But, it's, you know, and it, it makes you feel uncomfortable, makes, you know, so you just block them. But you think, are they watching? Now, for me, it's like, are they watching me somewhere else? Yeah, and for you. I'm a radio presenter. That is a, um, yeah. You feel awkward. You feel like, you know, I'm very careful about what I have online and I always have been. But obviously, as a radio presenter, there's a certain amount of accessibility to me knowing that I do a show from a certain place at a certain time of the week and people can wait yeah. for me you know you have that I mean I mean it's like hanging over your head it's like you know what you just said about like people know where you are at a certain time and stuff this I don't understand this about people sharing on social media why do people go abroad right with their whole family or by themselves I'm on holiday in the other side of the world, you know. My house is empty. I know, it's like, you know, like people can, (laughs) they know where you are. They know your house is empty, mate. Like, why do you think that this is a good idea to do that? And, And also like a lot of stuff that is very specific to where you live or even like children in their school uniforms. Like, do you think it's okay for people to see pictures of your children in their school uniforms, which are easily identifiable and know where you live? Like, they're... You know, I, I don't know. I just think how... But you you say that this morning on the news, on the BBC News, there was a piece on like the Hillsborough case. And yeah. um, what I was listening to 
I think it was the bishop speaking and behind him in his room and because I you'd probably know like every every time I do a zoom or anything I'm in this position on this place nobody has ever seen any of the rest of my house or my room or anything in it right even when I was used to be talking to Bobby it would only literally be this space I was very private Mm-hmm. Very, I'm very conscious of how much things around me give me away, and I've, and the thing is, I've always been like that. It's not because of what happened to me. I've always been that way. But I was. He had his family pictures up behind him, grandkids, everything, the full whack. You could, and, and I literally, I, I took a picture and I zoomed in. Right, <laughs> like the stalker you are. <laughs> No, but it's no, just, it's just like understanding. But for me, it's like explaining because I knew we were doing this, right? For me, it was like, okay, how how much detail can, can I get then. if I take a picture of that? And you could see and everything. Zoom in. And you you could... can see everything, mm. right? And people sit there with their books and things behind them, and you're not the queen. Well, RIP <laughs> <laughs> queen. Sorry, but but you're not doing the, like the king's speech. At Christmas, where you've got your photos of your family there, and you need to show the whole world you have a family, it's no one's business. And and sometimes I think you know we've talked about Emily, and all that stuff. But the thing is, we're talking about 15, 20 years ago, stuff that stuff that was normal to not see, it has become normal to see. So the fact that people, men, women might feel titillated by seeing certain stuff it might have been saved for the beach like you wouldn't normally see me in a bikini everywhere like I wouldn't be post okay one we we couldn't post that nobody you couldn't see anybody in a bikini anywhere unless it was in the press yeah right like on the beach you would see normal the normal people like no one was posting anything and that was only when you're on the beach so you don't care you know that kind of thing and now those kind of pictures, even though they're normal to be on the beach in a bikini is absolutely normal. The fact they're being posted and other people who might not be party or privy to seeing them because you're in a beach, you're in an appropriate place to wear a bikini. It's fine. Everybody's wearing one. So you don't feel out of place. But then when you see it on a screen, when you're sitting at home on your sofa or in your bed, it might be a different scenario. For Do you know? Do you see what I'm mm. saying? In, in the sense that yeah. you're not doing anything, but by having... But by people posting these things on their socials these days, which everybody can see, whether you're doing something wrong or not, how things, you know, people would normally have seen that stuff. Their family photos once upon a time, or they were your photos once upon a time, and they were people who on the beach with you would see you. Nobody outside of that was going to see you. Mm except for who you showed those photographs to. Like, you remember when we went to Tunisia, we like, we were in our bikinis and we took loads of pictures and things. No one's seen those pictures. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank God. But apart from us two and, and yeah, whoever we exactly. wanted to show and them whoever, to. Exactly, whoever we wanted to show them yeah. to. Yeah. But, but and, what are you saying then? Do you think, yes, it, that, that it, you're saying it's the byproduct of, yeah, you know, you've taken... I'm not saying it's the person to blame. No, exactly. But it's it's, it's the context. Like, if people get titillated by seeing stuff like that, that that stuff wasn't around 15 years ago for people to get excited about, shall we say. And if they're in their bedroom looking at it. Yeah. But they could, anyone could. Listen, anyone, people can look at a picture of you fully clothed on the toilet if they want to, right? And still be like that. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? How, and they probably do. But, 
do you think do you think that um do you think that we as women have uh, that we need to think a bit more about what kind of pictures are we putting out there and what yeah, attention do we want? No, 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 no. You can't censor that. You can't no, censor that. No, what no, I'm saying is no. we're just ex- ex- exploring why, aren't we? That's and the, the same thing as is, should I wear the short skirt? Should I yeah. have is no, no. too much cleavage? But, but or, listen to me. You, or like- do you know how many... Do you know how many men, right? Because I've heard in other, you know, Vox Pops and, and, and things that I've watched, how many men say, oh, but you're wearing all this. So what what do you expect? Oh, but look at these like short skirts you're wearing. Obviously, people are going to get riled up and stuff. And yeah, like so many people think this. But no, hang on. If you're at the beach, taking a picture of yourself on the beach, right? In your bikini, you're not going to put a jumper on in the bikini and take a picture of yourself on holiday and put that up on Insta, Right. If you're wearing a bikini on the beach, you're going to take yourself, a, a, you know, it's appropriate for the beach and you're putting that up. Now, all I'm saying is once upon a time, we didn't have Instagram and those pictures of people wearing appropriate stuff in the appropriate place weren't there for everyone to see. So there's more titillation for people. So if people get titillated by that, fair enough. But when you're sitting on a beach with loads of women around you wearing bikinis, right? It's a different, as a man, it's a different scenario when you're in a public place sitting there. But in a bedroom, seeing that on someone's Instagram might be, it gives you more opportunity to feel excited, shall we say. Create your own disgusting fantasies if that's what you want to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're playing out your fantasies in the middle of a beach with loads of people around you is a different scenario. You'll be on the sex offenders register very quickly, basically. If you did that, exactly. exactly. And and this is and this is the thing about social media that if we want to have social media, we need to understand these things are going to happen, and, and therefore and, and the increased sexualization of society because of social media is that what it is? Well, I don't think sexualization of society. I think. Be like, I'm, we can keep using this. I'm just going to keep using this example of being on the beach in a bikini because that's appropriate <laughs> attire for a beach. You need a holiday. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I do need a holiday. But, but I'm just saying that's appropriate attire for the beach. So if you shared a picture of you with that and that turned a man on or somebody on, that's not your fault. As in everyone knows that's appropriate for the beach. We all know that's appropriate for the beach, right? So you can't, you can't say to somebody, oh, you know, it's up to, what would we say to people they can and can't post? But if you're doing it in a sexualized way, then yeah, you can, you can understand why people will criticize whether they have a right to or not. But I just think for us as a society, understanding why these things happen and because because there's an element of human nature, and if we're gonna give human nature something, you know, anything, if you feed something, it's gonna grow, right? So- and if you, it's like, and if you're feeding it lots and lots of these pictures, then that element of human, whatever that brings out in humanity, is gonna grow as well. I I think right that then well I don't think I know that there is a lot of girls now like younger than us who it's normal for them to post pictures of you know if if they've got like a big bum for example you know the back shots of their bum or like uh like you know the boobs hanging out or whatever like it's night to, like to go out on a night out a lot of people will be wearing these things I mean they used to wear stuff 
anyway but do you know what i mean to put these pictures up and and, and a lot of people um are looking for validation even emily atak herself said that she was looking for validation oh you look pretty you know oh you know i really want your number and all this you know it made her feel quite good about herself as a lot of people want validation now you know sometimes i personally think you know if you want to be like oh do i look good in this bikini or oh, i look good i want to share it with somebody send it to your whatsapp it to your friends i've had friends whatsapp me pictures of them in a bikini on holiday going oh i just want to share my bikini picture with you or you know i felt really confident wearing this and i'm like amazing you look amazing uh you know keep wearing those bikinis but it was just as a thing and i think that is because sometimes you know you do want to be like oh does this look nice yeah. or i feel good about myself i want to share it with somebody that's okay but i i really think that i think people are actually not thinking about the fact you know okay you're 21 now but this is going to be around for a long time do you want to be like 31 40 with somebody with that image on their phone um and thinking you know very familiar overly familiar with this image of you in a low-cut top and think about your kids like your riders exactly think about it's like think about your kids and they're going to see it think about your do you know that kind of thing in the future it's if it's there you know people people's kids are affected by stuff they see online of their parents you speak to like famous stars and things like that um about stuff and and it will be you know some of them don't like it they don't like their parents doing stuff there's fallouts between celebrity parents and kids because of certain things like that but you know and and i think as you become a parent i remember when i'm I'm always growing up and and stuff like that i was very conscious in teaching him certain things about you know what's normal what's normal not normal Mm -hmm. and and that kind of stuff um and and you know respect um but you know but he's still able to like when we watch a film and something and there's a good looking woman come up or something like that and he still is able to have a laugh and a joke with me to say she's she's got big boobs or something like that or (laughs) you know something like that (laughs) but which is which is fine because he's doing it in a safe environment and you know you know like whatever you know you just fancy her or something like that you can have that whole thing but i'd rather they you know i'd rather be and then i you know sometimes if he said you know if you, as you're growing up if you said something like that and it was wrong you're like you can't say that but you can say that yeah you know yeah yeah so it, which is you nice know, that he right. got that there's a there's you, a there's, there's, sometimes, there's yeah. a fine line between what you can and can't say yeah um in terms of making other people feel uh comfortable or uncomfortable and uncomfortable and it, there's an education there um because if you see again there's lots of that kind of bad laddie behavior out there and if that's going to be their role model if, if that's what they see and they think that's okay that's what they're going to learn <clears throat> so yeah i think as as parents or as role models to young kids or teenagers we do have some kind of responsibility in kind of saying yeah do you know something it's all right to like a woman it's all right to say she's pretty or she's hot or whatever like that but the line is here be careful 100%. when you're around women yeah. you know it, that i think that's important and likewise with women as well i know i went to a girls school and i know like when the boys used to come in sixth form some of the girls could be like i felt sorry for the guys when they used to walk through and the girls would shout from the windows and it would just be like terrible <laughs> you know that's like obviously these days it's a form of harassment but but it is just kids being kids you know like that hormones running crazy and stuff and all that kind of stuff but at the same time yeah 
<laughs> you know, equally it can make a guy in a sea of women or girls feel just as uncomfortable too. Mm, 100%. So this uh, documentary for anyone that wants to watch it is on tonight at 9pm on BBC2 and it's available to watch from today on BBC iPlayer as well. So I, I think it's good to watch it. Yeah. Mm. Um, so just moving on now to Marie Kondo. So this is a little bit of a lighter subject. Um, so she's known as the queen, the queen of clean, you know, organisation and everything. Um, and she said that she's kind of given up on tidying since the birth of her third child so she's like i said she's a world-renowned japanese decluttering expert and now her family home is messy in her own words and tidying up is less of her priority i mean um i completely identify with that because i do have three kids and you know i, I don't know if i should say too much about that the state of my house because i don't i mean I don't know. I don't want people to think I'm some kind of tramp or something. So I'm going to go to you guys first, right? What is the acceptable level of mess that you're okay with? Have you kind of given up everything being in order? Because obviously, do you live with your whole family? Romy, you've got three it's kids worse. as well. Okay, tell me. I think living with I adults think... is worse. Oh, really? <laughs> I think living with adults that you can't tell off. Yeah, you can't. Exactly. is worse yeah, with a kid you can true. say duh, 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 duh. so my room is in order and my room is clean and that is my comfort clutter you i've given up with the rest of the family like when before lockdown my friday was my cleaning day so because i worked from home so friday morning i would clean everything hoover everything sofas wash the tiles in the bathroom clean all the light thing that 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 level of clean for me yeah, with kids and stuff, as long as things are clean, messy is okay. Kids are kids. Yeah, I don't have an issue that's with that. What we do. Yeah. yeah. Messy yeah. is messy is I can't be bothered to put this toy away for the 15th time today. Exactly. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And so it's not the most difficult thing to put away either, messy. is it? No, exactly. And you know, things, you know, yeah, good for her. Yeah, she's got three young kids and has gone oh you know what this can just and you as well Rena, right you can like you know what I'll start clearing up or stop being bothered about it in about a year or two I think I'm there now actually because my youngest is a little bit it's about three years older than yours so we have now come the other side we've done the whole okay the toilets are clean yeah. the, the yeah. baths clean the sinks are clean everything else is an absolute bomb site that's okay uh, mixed in with dust and whatever no one has any allergies thank god if they did i'd be screwed um but now now we're trying to you know teach the kids to look after their own space yes. right their own mm. bedroom so in the mornings their shirts have to be up the bed has to be made there can be nothing on the floor because i might decide to vacuum or and i don't want to vacuum around stuff right so we've come through the other side now and actually it's really nice to have a cleaner house when we're all on board. So I've said to them, I'm not doing it by myself. I'm going to give you the skills you? here to, yeah, exactly, to, you know. So, no, we've come through the other side. And actually, I find, um, and, and in that stage of my life, it was fine. I, I was too tired to look at the mess. Mm. Now kids are older. I like to actually have a bit of space, have a bit of, you know, and that whole thing about the whole premise of her show, right? The whole declutter and all, and, and it just, it does free your mind. Mind, it does, yeah. And it, and it allows you to think about other things because you cannot think 
in a messy space, I feel. So, you know, you give up to it when you need when you need to, but then I actually now like the yeah. I do too. Like I go through phases where I'm like, do you know what? Just leave it. Let it go. You know, Jalli Janda, <laughs> it's okay. We're gonna carry on leading our busy lives. And then one day I open my eyes and look around and I'm like, oh my God, why am I living like this? Like even even um you know, because sometimes like I'll get the kids uh, to do the housework with me on a Saturday. We clean the whole house. And yeah, I quite like too. things to be all tidy at the same time. I know some people are like, oh, I'll do a little bit every day. But then when you don't do that, then when you finish one the last thing, then the whole thing is... doing it. I'm like, so yeah. I, I like to sit in a clean house. Even if I sit in that clean house, that's clean top to bottom. If I sit there for half an hour, because that's literally what it is. Half an hour, I'll have my nice little drink, sit there. Oh my God, it's so clean. Somebody will eat a biscuit. It's all over, right? You know, that's that's what happened and and even like so this weekend was quite busy so we didn't I did a bit hoovering this that and I couldn't be bothered to like force the children to do it and shout at them and say help me now they did bits and bobs but we haven't done the whole big fat clean so then I'm having to do bits so even this morning I did a workout before I got in the shower I looked around I was like nah th- no this just won't do so before I literally I was about to have a shower and I'm talking like literally I'm there with a, just a sponge and a thing in my hand, like cleaning everything before I have a shower, because that's the only way I was going to get done. Because I'm like, I can't, no, I'm just going to have to do it now or it would never get done. That. Because like, even sometimes I look at things, like I look, when I'm in the kitchen, right, I'll look at the outside of the cupboards and I'll be like, do you know what? Someone needs to clean them one day. Obviously that's someone's <laughs> going to be me. Um, and then when I'm out of the kitchen, I forget it. <laughs> Yeah, outside out of mind it's a good thing sometimes but it's but thing is it's like it's really good when you have kids that you can like when Amma was younger yeah yeah, Yeah. you could like motivate them to do stuff and like okay I'll do this you do that let's work as a team and they just just did it like forget everybody else now like mom and dad like spoil him like no you shouldn't be doing this and you know like hold with their older mentality the generational difference and stuff it's like you know my mom expects herself and need to do everything and it's like what are you teaching them you know like literally what are you we had this conversation last night actually downstairs because he's like because we've got work going on downstairs and it's taking forever and that's everyone's given up on cleaning whereas me I still want I'm like I don't mind the mess just still be clean I still want a clean kitchen I want food to be made in a clean kitchen right Mm. so that kind of thing still um so everyone's like yeah yeah whatever and he's like yeah you don't I said oh you can have old stuff but it can still be clean and you can he said no one I said hang on before lockdown and the thing is sometimes you need not people have not have people in your way and especially when adults around you and especially like the generation above when you're doing something they're like oh no 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 like that like this and they kind of and they just make it long whereas I'm just gonna get the ladder out climb on it clean it come down and it's like they start coming up with their solutions and like oh why are you doing that you know and like have you not realized I've been doing that and like since before lockdown like for how many years because you're not home it's like when I do it because it's stress-free cleaning without you and it's quicker but um yeah yeah. it's just slowing down that lockdown right that I mean I wasn't really particular I think that's where things changed actually and having like yeah I guess a couple of years ago I, I don't know you're spending spent more time at home right so now we're just like and, and for us we're still spending quite a lot of time at home when you know site isn't really fully back to work actually it goes in once a month <laughs> which is like so we do spend a lot of time at home and we have kept that going where we're like actually 
I do have five minutes here and there to quickly do stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I yeah, think... I do get the kids involved. And I actually get my son involved more than I get my, 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 da my daughters are little, but they're not really that little. I mean, I, you know, I, but they're lazier. And, you know, I have a willing teenager who will strip all the beds and put them back God on. God bless and, him. You, know, you are know so lucky. So He's so good. I, I, so I good. do have so to, good. I do have to quite like force my kids sometimes to be like, oh, you know, we all live here. Why am I doing it all? You live here as well. Because sometimes they yeah. will be like, yeah. oh my God, no one's washed my jumper. And I'm like, okay, so yeah. learn how to wash. Did you like, put it in the laundry? Yeah, or, like, yeah. who am I? Am yeah. I so, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not your butler. I'm not your butler, mate. I like, loved no. I was on the phone with a supplier the other day and he was like on Saturday morning so we had a late we missed a call on Friday so we decided to work on Saturday morning on something so we're on a zoom and doing stuff and he's like hang on hang on hang on and um he was just like I said what are you doing is I just need to teach my kid how to put the washing machine on and yeah, he was like I'm that. not gonna put it on you're gonna put it on. and he was like really good and I was just listening to him teach and then then because He's, he's also a part-time DJ as well. And he goes, then you press the play button. And I'm like, said like a true DJ. But it, it was... <laughs> <laughs> and spin, yeah. Well, the rest of us say start. But, <laughs> it was like... but, but it was really good and wholesome to hear that. And he's like, okay, so I'm going to go off and do my work. And when that's finished, you'll see it's a spin. He was teaching how to just put it on a spin cycle, <clears> in which it was. That's and good. then he said, after that, it comes out in the dryer and you put it in there. And he was like, okay, I know how to use a dryer. And I was like, good. That's so cool. And that's yeah. so good to be teaching them that. Because, because yeah, they might make a few them. mistakes with a few odd things going yeah. in that shouldn't occasionally. But, you know, that's part and parcel of growing up, right? You live and you learn. If you don't make a few mistakes, yeah. if you make that mistake once, you're never going to make it again if it was your favorite yeah, top, right? <laughs> so. Shall I tell you? No, something? so so Marie Kondo, don't worry. Your decluttering yeah. days are not behind I want, you. I She'll am curious. I, I, I didn't have a chance to, like, Google. Like, I wanted to find pictures of her messy house. It's probably, like, you, you know, a pair of socks on the carpet or something. Like, Yeah. You know, you so know. I was going to like, what she defines as messy compared to what she was before. Exactly. I, exactly. I, I was curious about that. Like, you know, her messy compared to like my messy. Her messy or... is probably my clean. Because I like I, I like you, you know, I'm like hygienically clean, bathrooms clean. I have a thing about floors. I cannot stand dirty floors. Like hoovering and mopping. I walk barefoot and everything. So yeah. I, I lit I can't it makes me feel a bit ill like when I see dirty floors. Um and uh, I remember like once we went to like view this house and then we had to take our shoes off to go and view the house and the floors were so disgusting. I'm like how dare you have the audacity to ask me to take yeah, my shoes, shoes off. off? I now have to go and put my socks in an incinerator because your floors are so disgusting. So I, you know, I've got a thing. Like I have to have clean floors. Um, but everything else is like, you know, if this, the laundry, mate. Oh, there's piles of That's laundry everywhere. That's my worst though. Oh, I can't even take, I can't take a selfie in this house without someone's pants drying in the background somewhere because there's so much <laughs> stuff everywhere or like some random piles of clothes. So... It's really mine, annoying. Mine are so lazy. Instead of like, if something doesn't need washing, because lo and behold, some things don't need washing every time you, you bloody yeah. put it on, right? So if it's a hoodie, hang it up, do a smell test. Otherwise, they, they'll just chuck everything in the laundry because how easy is it to take clothes off, off the floor and in the laundry put rather the laundry. than yeah. smell check, fold, put away. So I just, now I've just started chucking things back out of the laundry and just saying, sorry. Under the smell test. Yeah, I do. It's been in the laundry. I, I have no. an issue with that because once it's been in the laundry, it's been with the other dirty clothes. But it depends. It, it depends how. Don't. Shouldn't have put it there in the first place. Now you have to live with it a bit stinky until it is really stinky. Then I'll wash it. You have to live with your dad's sweaty gym kit being chucked on top of it. 
have it. Yeah. No, I, well, I'm pretty on it. I'm pretty on it. Now it's just like before it's even gone downstairs, I do a quick look at the upstairs laundry. It's fine. Okay. It's, not, it's not so. And also, more for you, make that mistake once, isn't it? <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. It's that making that mistake once. You should let yeah. people make mistakes to learn from. I know. Like, they all, like, and because they learn everything about eco, they're eco warriors at school, right? They're yeah. being taught all this really, really good stuff. And so I just throw it back at Put them. And say, how at how eco yeah. is throwing your. Yeah. Really thick hoodie yeah. in the wash every time you wash it because you know that that that's not very eco is it and then you can tell yeah. it's like oh my god <laughs> yeah. but the youngest the oldest just go yeah whatever wash it please um you, I, I do think it's nice to make kids aware of this and help and stuff as well i like you know said i i go through phases of saying no everyone's got a rotor you need to do this and that like sadly we're not on it all the time because we're too busy but you know there was a time when uh, my little one, and she was actually five at the time, like she's six now, but it, or, like she, I was saying, you can choose between these chores. So she always chose cleaning the bathroom. She just had a thing with like wanting to clean the bathroom. And then I was a bit like, oh, she's not really going to do it properly, but okay, fine. And she proper put her heart and soul into doing it. And, um, and then, and you know, you might think that then I cleaned it again afterwards because she was five. I didn't. <laughs> So the bathroom got cleaned to a five-year-old standard every week and I was okay with it because you know what? I ain't got time. So whatever little bits she did, it stayed that way. And I, I would have loved to say I did it all properly afterwards, but I didn't. I didn't. So. Oh, bless her. I know. Yeah, well done. She well done, put heart and soul into it as well. Sometimes I know, she did. Like, I just, but sometimes, you know, when kids do something and you're like, okay, you can do that. And then they see you redoing their work. It really exactly. breaks their heart, doesn't it? That's why I did it, really. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, really. That's, yeah, why, yeah, yeah. That's why I do my own Christmas tree and they oh. do that. I I thought your Christmas tree, I was like, you know what, kid? when I looked at a picture of her Christmas tree, I was like, kids ain't been anywhere near that. It's too nice. Kids haven't oh, been oh, anywhere at near the back, at the very <laughs> back, where no one. Well, you turn, yeah, you spin it around, <laughs> facing the wall. Yeah, that's your really creative yeah, bit. Exactly. Um, I'd like to say that I'd, you know I'm really impart this knowledge to my children about you know this is how you do laundry or da 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 or da. But I actually I just need the help. I just need. Oh, yeah, the help. yeah, and but the byproduct you need is, your own like seven army at home. And the byproduct is they're also getting to learn like you know they uh, should uh, as they should. Yeah. But don't you find that when we were young? we were just conditioned into stuff like we didn't we're like we didn't have to be you got slap like, if you didn't do yeah, it it was just like you like my mum's got this saying that her parents that my grandfather used to use with them is like so like you know he cleans before he sits right with his tail so she always oh, says that to us as well and it's one. like and so you like before you sit and relax <clears> in this house it's like it's it's and i'm trying to change it a bit because it's too much that it's before you can relax you have to make sure everything's done. So if there's a bit of whatever, like my mom and dad, like you're going to the kitchen, I might put a mug down in the kitchen and I think I'm going to have, or I might make my breakfast and leave the frying pan there. And I thought I'm going to eat everything and I'll wash up everything in one go. Don't like the frying pan there, washed it up. And I'm like, chill. Like, they just like, chill. Yeah, I'm going to be like, like 15 minutes and it's like, calm yeah. down. That yeah. kind of like sometimes they take it too much and then you know, making you feel guilty. Then because of that whole Gutavi like about that thing, you like constantly thinking, Oh my god, oh my god, should I wash this up now? Should I it's that whole even now at my age with my parents, I'm thinking like that. But the thing yeah. is they don't care about the rest of the house, it's the kitchen sink. But, no. but everyone's no, but got their thing. 
but but you, but I think yeah. that you, you you do need to if you don't want to be cleaning up constantly and I could be and people would be very happy with me to do everything constantly and I I'm not doing it therefore I've had to drop my standards slightly and be okay with a certain level of mess in the house I used to be like oh I don't want one sink in the uh, one dish in the sink you know like your parents when I go to bed it has to be clean for me to come down in the morning I'm too tired so sometimes I'm like no, I, I still don't do that after a bit if we've had a like like no I, I still don't do that if what I, do you mean you don't actually in the week I do in the week I do but on the weekend if we've had a few drinks and we've had a nice really dinner and we've watched a movie I'm not going to stand there then, then stand there and clean that's up. what I'm saying that's what I'm saying you'll just leave it relax you need to like exactly. relax and not be so like whoa 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 this yeah, not militantly doing li- stuff. like like but then could you do that right because you, your parents would be like you got to do this no when I do I it my I do it I'm the last person first so yeah. no, if I'm the last person up, I will. If I'm at somebody else's house cleaning, then I will clean. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure the standard. things are done. That's different. But it's like, but I'll get every, the whole gang to come into the kitchen, and everybody will be doing something. I won't be doing it by myself. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I do. I leave stuff in the sink at night sometimes. If I if I've been like with my laptop downstairs working, so I don't disturb anybody upstairs while I'm working. Um, because I'm constantly my, going down my, to the kitchen for snacks. My mum-in-law said to me once that if you don't clean the bandit before you go to bed, ghosts come and eat from your Oh, face. yeah, I've got a mommy G that does that. I've got a mommy G who what says stuff hell? like that. Yeah, who, who says old school stuff like that to, to us about the plants and everything. And... They'd have a feast at your house, Rina. Yeah, they would. Can you imagine? There must have a few, like, walking around the night. <laughs> That is a that's a good way to make (laughs) but those were things that just scare people to do stuff back in the day. They used to use those kids, right? But you know, no, keeping tidy is all really like, you know, people, you know, use it as their as their their crux, right, for mental health. Like absolutely look how how popular Mrs. Hinch is, right? Like her whole Mm. thing started off, you know, shining her sink that gave her joy, right? So and she's got millions and millions of followers now, and I think I think it it does it, it does. You have to be in the mood. I can't say I do it all the time, but there are times where I'll easily nap now as well. You put a podcast on, put some music on, <clears> and <throat> do it. But you've got to be in the mood. And that's what I've said to the kids. I've, I've, Cleaning can be an escape from work. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, it's, for me, I sometimes to procrastinate on a big piece of work that I don't really want to touch. I'll always find things to do that I wouldn't do around the house otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Like, but then you know, I use it as making kitchen drawer or something like that. It's like, <laughs> let me just organize the kitchen drawer before I do this. Or the Tupperware drawers. Let me just match a, a, a tub with its lid. <laughs> and then I will do this. That job. whole puzzle, right, is really satisfying. And it, it's like it needed to be done before yeah. I did my work. So your procrastination, but I do, but I do think for work, like before I start my work. I can't work in a messy room because my head's all over the place. Yeah. It's so nice that thing is really, for me, yeah. really important because I do a lot of my work in my bedroom because that's mm. where my desk and stuff is. Mm. Generally, at least the bed has to be done at the yeah, very, yeah. very least. Um, you know, as my laundry might not be away because it's my worst chore, um, but it might be sitting in a pile in the corner ready to be going to wherever it needs to. Um, but, you know, it'll still be tidy. It'll still be organised. I still know what's in the pile yeah you know so yeah yeah. do you you know how how you know we're we're talking about all this and we obviously clean our own houses and stuff like that like I don't know if you have a cleaner at at the moment Romy but I don't and I actually 
I had to clean her on one weekend, but then I don't know if she went AWOL, like, were we that bad or something? I don't know. Anyway, um, I, I never, that was a, one of the best weekends of my life. a shaped hole in your door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but that was such a great weekend because I took my kids to her birthday party and when I came back, the house was clean. I was like, this is a life I want to be leading. I want to be leading the life where I can do nice quality things with my children, come back to a clean house. And also it's like, sometimes I'm like, in this country, there's that, that expectation of, oh you know what like we'll do everything ourselves and if you've got a cleaner it's like oh wow you must be like super rich or something or why don't you just do it yourself it's like I you know it's changing my my you know my family in India they're not really rich they're just like you know just middle class just normal people modest people everybody's got a maid and it's like you would never dream of doing everything yourself the maid will come you know they'll leave one day in the sink overnight some people some of my family be like do you know what the maid's coming in the morning we need to give her something to do let yeah. the maid do it the maid's gonna help with the cooking and the maid is like as well you know they will actually treat their maids really nice because they know you know what we need this person and that maid is obviously like oh you've given me an income sometimes people educate their kids with that money and stuff so there's a quite um most people normal people have quite a nice uh, it's employment really, exactly it, it works for everyone but the thing is it used to be like that here in the uk until all the mod cons came if you watched if you ever watched like going back in time that series on bbc2 that they do mm. and it's really yeah. i mean i you know we did stuff like that at school as well growing up so i love I mean, that's why i love history because it teaches us so much about ourselves but the, you know everyone had standard pretty much a maid or something or help in some way or did something or while the women and things obviously changed when all the mod cons came in the washing machines and stuff and people did away with that expense and now that spare time that was used for leisure is now being pumped into work I listen where like now you even need maids to like help you do the stuff despite the mod cons right yeah, of course, yeah. because because we've used that leisure time has been converted to working time, and that whole and I think that's really dangerous because it is work, 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 culture, work, 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 mm. business, business, business. Sundays aren't Sundays anymore. It's it's all gone into commercial everything, and it's at every spare moment. How do we make money? But and, but and the thing is, if you want to do that, and if you want to live that life, even if you've got children and you want to do things with them, I I do feel like I think that we we and i'm saying this to myself as well right that we need to have a, a mentality of like you can't do everything and you can't be a specialist to everything and it's no. okay to then be like you know what you do the cleaning i'm going to pay you and i'll buy less a few less clothes this month or this couple of months and mm. that will be the wage for my cleaner to get some help because when i look at my family who like live in india and ghana that's the life that they're living you know they have people employed like drivers cleaners this that and they help they're not killing themselves doing everything themselves they're not and trust me if i have a cleaner they'll still be like 50 tons of laundry and other randomness to do I will you still, still need to do yeah and cooking that's you know. what i have so i have a cleaner for an hour a week and in that hour they they clean the bathrooms and toilets that's all they do because it's only an hour and i can't really I mean i'm an, i can't really afford to have them more than that really because mm. it's cleaners are so expensive um you know or you know if you want to pay pay your cleaner well like a decent wage right not you don't want to pay five, somebody 10 pound an hour um you want to pay them a decent wage but then yeah so i've got what i can afford and they will do the bathrooms but then yeah that doesn't include the dusting or the floors or the laundry or anything like that but so it's something i met but that's quite recent that's like in the last sort of uh no it's been a year it's been a year and um yeah I love them for it 
yeah it doesn't mean i'm not doing anything it just means no it just takes away harder. that it's it, that, yeah, that it much takes, less it, it that you have away. to do right exactly and yeah. and, and i yeah. i think that that is really good and i i respect that fact that you know you're like yes I'm, I'm, i need help but everybody i do i've convinced three of my cousins to get cleaners and i haven't got one myself like what am i i've, I've literally what and then doing? i don't know and one of them one of my cousins was like what are you doing? Let's make a plan by February, which is like soon. You're gonna, you're gonna have a cleaner tomorrow. <laughs> Quickly, yeah, like tomorrow. get an agency on the phone now. <laughs> so I will, I will, because it's too much. It's too much, and you know, like I said, I'm gonna. You can move your budgets around a little bit so you can have a little bit of help, right? We don't have to but have I some like living. I don't know. In like down here, it's like so common. Like I feel, I always feel shocked. My next door neighbour, she's got a brand spanking new house. They redid it all, and she has a cleaner and her house is clean anyway she's only got her and two kids in there and they're hardly ever there half the time and she doesn't cook like she does like baking and oven stuff and things like that which they go to her mum's house to eat regularly and stuff or her mum sends food over and stuff and it's like why then yeah and but then they've got a cleaner on top of that yeah it's and hard I just to like, not really? then have them no yeah listen. I know I know it's hard to then not have them when they when you think oh I think it's great. I think it's great. No, I'm not saying it's not okay. I'm not saying that it's like, I'm just saying for somebody who like low income, mm. like they've still got somebody that comes in and does all of that, right? Yeah. When you think I mean, actually she we, probably could do without it, like from yeah. like a lifestyle perspective, you probably could do without it. But the, you know, yeah. it's that balance of, you know, your creature comforts or, you know, those things. And it's you, you, people yeah. weighing up for themselves. You know, do I want to be doing that or would I mm. rather somebody else just did it? You know, there's that yeah. whole um, that whole thing. And there's, again, there's that whole princess mentality as well. Some people just won't because they've not been, they've not had to do it ever before. So sometimes they just don't know how to or mm. and it, if you don't know how, you just get somebody who yeah, does yeah. right yeah. rather than learn it so. absolutely absolutely anyway my darlings i'm going to leave that there because we've gone over our um usual hour but thank you so <laughs> much um thank you so much for coming on and sharing as always and thank you to those who've tuned in thank you for listening um and uh, make sure you follow me on at sisterhood of mommy imperfect uh that's the instagram page for the podcast so there's going to be like loads of clips and exclusive content on there there's a mommy imperfect facebook page as well if um, you want to have a look at that but um yeah share this episode um make sure you've subscribed and i'll see you again next week bye bye, bye. bye.